Welcome to the Made to Be Free podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie Swain. And I'm Jamie Taylor. In this podcast, we explore themes and ideas on how to live free in every area of your life. Come along with us as we have discussions about creating a life you love. Well, we are back with another exciting episode at the Made to be Free podcast. Yes. And Mackenzie, I was just wondering, how are you? I'm good. Today? I'm good. Are you we... good? Are you well? I'm well. I'm well. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Inside well. joke. Inside joke. Um, you know, I I had like a major meltdown over our technical issues yesterday. We did have We a, did. We had a we I mean, I feel bad for you cuz you were the one that was managing the computer situation and i mean you were a rock star let's be honest um i was faking it yeah dying (laughs) so what did you what did you do at the end of the podcast when we finish with our guest (laughs) i look over (laughs) and i i had to just lay on the floor for a minute and she's like you can join me if you want and we are both literally laying on the wood floor (laughs) It's oddly soothing, right? It, it did. It like released all the stress. Oh, I know. It, it was like something... being a kid again. Yeah. And we just laid there for a little bit oh, and yeah. just got, you know, and we laughed our heads yes. off. It was so funny. It's it's something I've been doing uh, my whole adult life. And <laughs> when all these fails, people know this about me. <laughs> now, when I go over now, all of our <laughs> listeners too. I know. No, but this was so, I'm, I'm going to use this. Mm-hmm. I will use this method. Oh, yeah. Um, but we have had some technical difficulties. We I mean, have. I don't know if you guys know that, mm-hmm. you know, out there, how, um, interesting it can be to get a podcast actually on the air, mm-hmm. especially when you do not have a, a, production, a production manager. manager. I, I mean, mean we, we do, we do, we have one that we love very much, but yeah. I mean, I mean, he's doing the best he can he does and, it, yeah. and you're doing amazing by the way. Well, but, um, we are novices at some things. Yes. And uh-huh. we're baby podcasters, we're baby podcasters. So just be patient, be with, patient us. with us. It's um, okay. But yeah, today uh, it snowed again. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, we're we're kind of getting closer to spring, yeah. but it snowed again. We're in March now. It's good. Good times. It's um, the January March I've ever spent. Oh my goodness. You guys, the weather. Mm-hmm. I yeah, we'll get through this. Anyway, we thought we would come to you with a little bit of a, a second part for our legalism conversation. Yes. I, I'm using my hands right now that you guys That's can't right. see this. Only I get the pleasure oh, of knowing <laughs> how expressive seen, you're being right now. Seen all of my little... <laughs> She's doing bunny ears. <laughs> second part of legalism. <laughs> anyway, you can, just you can imagine that. Um, okay, so we actually, after we had... Our first conversation, we both felt like there were some things that might come up for people, mm-hmm. questions they might have, because I would if I was listening to one Yeah, like there's definitely some points we wanted to clarify, because it is kind of a big topic. Yep. So, yeah, we're going to get into a, a few more things. And honestly, like, we would love to hear from you if you comment on our Instagram or send us a DM or something, yep. and we would love to expand on anything we're talking about here. Yeah, I was thinking again about the legalism conversation and you know the word that comes to me when I think about it is bondage I mean that's li- mm-hmm. like it just that's what comes to me and just requirements to be good enough um as if any of us could be good enough and just kind of a worship and an exaltation of rules and regulations that's what yeah. I think of when I think of legalism oh that's good yeah worshiping the 
like the process and not the creator. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and even I've seen, I don't know if you've seen this, but I've noticed that sometimes people have this reverence of their own particular view of the Bible rather than a mm. reverence for Christ and his Ooh, message okay. of hope. So yeah. it's like they almost put the Bible, well, their view of the Bible, the let's view of be honest, um, <clears throat> over Christ, over the Holy mm. Spirit. Yeah. When we wouldn't have that Bible if it wasn't for the Holy sure. Spirit. Like he came first, guys. Yeah. And so, oh, good point. you know, yeah. so I think just, just this exaltation of that seems a little bit strange. Like, you know, we are finite human beings and you're elevating your particular view, which by the way, is not shared by hundreds of thousands of other people, Yeah, particularly even I, and, and this is not, okay. So I want to say something here. It's okay to be certain about your beliefs mm-hmm. and be certain about your faith. Absolutely. I'm not advocating this thing. Like, I just don't know, mm-hmm. but on, I'm talking about when a person is, taking their view of what they think Christianity is and acting like they ha- somehow have this, this revelation that like nobody it else out. has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you need to pause there yeah. and go, okay. So, cause if, if there's like a particular issue, especially not a, um, one of those. Okay. So we have the creed, right? The apostles creed. These mm-hmm. are the things we are totally committed to in the yeah. Christian faith and across many different cultures, many different, um, languages. Like this is what we sure. are, um, going to center our faith around. But then there's a lot of extra issues, right. That come yeah. up. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Okay. When you have a person that is, I mean, they're fighting over something that probably there are a hundred or 200 different views on. Yeah. Come on guys. Yeah. I mean, I can't stand it when Christians fight. I can't stand it when they fight with each other or when they fight with the world. It's just, so it drives me crazy. It's so off-putting. It's, it's like, so you know off-putting. what? Jesus doesn't need you to defend him. No. Right? This is not what we were put on this. It, it does not say defend me at all costs and fight with your neighbor over like the doctrine, the specific doctrine of your your version of your Bible, right? There's just, there's nothing in there. There's no directive to like stand your ground and make sure everybody knows that your way is the right way. Just, I, I don't read that, so. No. And in fact, I mean, so let's go into kind of what we we did think of, though, because we don't want people to assume that we're just like, oh, well, there's no, you know, kind of um, parameters or yeah. there's no, because. Yeah, like the wheels are off. Like yeah. you can just do whatever. Do whatever you want. Yeah. It's fine. Um, because the, real, the, the reality is, as we draw closer to Jesus I believe he invites us into some practices. Mm-hmm. I just do. I see it so much through scripture. I, and I see the the people that have gone before us, the early church fathers and mothers, they had this in their life. And I think it's important. So let's talk a little bit about spiritual practices. Yeah, let's do. Um, I mean, obviously the first one is that people come up or the first couple is Bible reading and yes, prayer. Absolutely. And I think we can look at Bible reading in both in through both lenses through a spiritual practice which is what it's intended to be it's this you know document that we read and we read we read the word of god and we understand why he created man and what we're here for and all Mm -hmm. that and or we can just 
check a box and say, I'm going to read my Bible for five minutes every single day. And then it's just kind of this rote thing you do without really absorbing out, without having any reverence for who wrote the words. Yeah. That would be more of the legalism. Mm -hmm. Whereas this thing and this attitude of like, wow, I get to have this Bible. Mm -hmm. You know, there's several areas of the world that just don't have them or you could be killed for having one. Yeah. You know, I get to have it. So that's more of a spiritual practice. Right. I like, yeah. And what is the heart behind it? So yeah. why am I doing these spiritual practices? We actually were just talking tonight about the spiritual practice of silence. Yes. Of getting into a, a quiet space mm-hmm. and uh, just allowing the Holy Spirit to speak yeah. to whatever your heart needs just at to that listen. moment. Listen. Yeah. So that's a beautiful one. Yeah. Fasting is a spiritual discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to miss some. So oh, sure. I literally don't have any. There's so me. many. Sorry, there's, but. there's a lot of them, but, um, well, I mean, like memorizing pieces of the Bible, oh, since we were talking yeah. about yeah. reading the Bible, actual memorization, I think of like, I, I came to Christ when I was like 24, right? And the, the people that I was going to church with at the time were raised Christian and they all went through, through Sunday school yep. <laughs> as a kid. And they had all of these verses memorized mm-hmm. and they had, they knew all of the books of the Bible. They had a song that took them through all of the books of the Bible. I still don't know all of the books of the Bible. I'm sorry. I don't, I never took the time to like, you know, you know, I could probably say like, okay, that doesn't sound like a book of the Bible. (laughs) And that does. So I could probably like figure it out, but, um, but yes, I think memorization and why we memorize is not to be impressive to our friends that we know the, the verses, but we memorize it to store it in our heart because you never know when God's going to use that and pull that out for for the benefit of others. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, obedience. So this is the thing. Sometimes people can get confused with the idea of legalism and obedience. So what we are not advocating for is that you're, you would have a, or any of us would have this kind of cavalier, careless attitude and be like, well, I just, I want to just operate under grace and, and I don't need any parameters in my life. Mm -hmm. Well, just think about that from a parental point of view. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No. Like there are always parameters in any relationship, whether it's a parent child relationship, Mm -hmm. just being in a home, whether it's being at work, there are always parameters. It doesn't matter what kind of organization or whatever. So and and I realize that these kind of um, analogies can break down, but the point is, we it, structure is okay. Structure is okay, right? And a lot of a lot of the the parameters we set, especially in spiritual disciplines, is to protect us. Yes, just like what we do with our kids. It's like spiritual guardrails, right? Yeah. yeah. Because if if we didn't have the spiritual practice of spending time with God what what other thing are we doing with that time mm. right so it can kind of help us the the more we do of the the things that draw us closer to god the less we're doing of other things mm-hmm. that could possibly be destructive so it's almost like just you know doing the healthy things yeah, yeah. it's kind of like the idea of who you we always tell our kids you know obviously you want to be friendly to everyone but who you surround yourself is really important mm-hmm. like who, who you surround yourself with yeah the influence that you're the allowing influence mm-hmm. i think i think they say what you are the the combination of your so i don't know is it your five the closest five closest people friend, you spend yeah. the most time with that's fascinating okay so just even that just being intentional about 
that yeah. practice of who Your am I allowing matter. to influence in my, in my life? But okay. So why would we do it? Well, one of the reasons why we would do spiritual practices is that there's so much in the Bible about this kind of active participation in our growth. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And so, um, there's just a lot of scriptures and especially in the new Testament that talk about that. I mean, even Colossians three seventeen says, well, you know, whatever you do in your word or deed, do all in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then I love, um, first Peter one 13 that says preparing your minds for action. Mm-hmm. And being sober minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will yeah. be brought to you with the revelation of Jesus Christ. There's a lot of action in there. Yes. There's a lot of preparation. It's not just, oh, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. If we get up every day and go, maybe I'll read the mm-hmm. scripture and maybe I'll pray. Yeah. And maybe I'll, you know, be generous. And, you know, yeah. like, uh, it, that's not an intentional life. Yeah. And we have to. So, so, so when we're talking about legalism, um, of course the whole point of, of, of talking about that is that those things that we're doing would not become what we kind of put our faith in for a relationship with Jesus. It's about sure. where you put your faith. Yeah. Okay. That's not the point. Yeah. The point is, yeah, we want to draw closer to God, but that's, that's because that, that's a, that's an outflow of what's happening on the inside yes. in a relationship with oh, Jesus. Oh, that's so good. Um, speaking of praying, I mean, it, it, that's also another spiritual discipline mm-hmm. and you know, the way we can kind of make it legalistic is to say that I'm going to, you know, I have to pray this time of day for this many minutes. Right. But when really in first Thessalonians five sixteen through 18, he says to rejoice, always pray without ceasing, mm-hmm. give thanks in all circumstances. He's really saying like you you pray all the time, like don't stop praying. Mm-hmm. And I kind of see this as a, it's a conversation with God and he's always there and you know, he's always there. And it's an acknowledgement that like, you're right here and mm-hmm. I can just say anything and mm-hmm. you hear you're right here. So that's what I think of when, so that's, that's a spiritual practice of just understanding how close God is and mm-hmm. you don't have to get into a, a quiet corner. I don't know if this makes any new moms feel better. Like you don't have to find a yeah. quiet corner of your house when you don't have quiet corners. <laughs> You can pray right there in front of you. God's right there. And so understanding the spiritual practice of praying ceaselessly kind of lets you let you off the hook a little bit of like the checkbox marking of the praying, right? Yeah. Just be in, in continual pray, pray for others, yeah. obviously. So, yeah, no, it's really good. Let's, so I, I mean, just do a little bit of reflection in your own heart, you know, listeners as you're thinking about this, what is my motivation for the things I'm doing? Mm -hmm. It's good for us to all have a little checkup and say, what is my motivation to somehow check some imaginary box? Yeah. In, and, and so, and I think that God's going to be happy with me or he's going to, he's going to give me a little extra jewel in my crown. You know, I'm going to get some (laughs) extra jewels in my crown or something. Yeah, that's really just not the point. Yeah. It's just not the point. And we don't, we just don't earn God's favor. No. I mean, we don't earn his, we don't earn his grace. I mean, grace is literally means unearned favor of yeah. God, right? Yeah. Um, like we just can't earn anything that isn't already so freely yeah. given to yeah. us by doing these things. But the spiritual formation when done not in a legalistic way just shows God who he is in our life. Yeah. And I think, okay, let's talk about, about some practical, maybe some examples too. Yeah. If somebody's wondering, like, what what are you talking about when you're talking about legalism? Okay, so I'll use a personal example. 
growing up, we've talked a little bit about it. I grew up in a much more conservative, sometimes legalistic. There were some, there was definitely legalism in my past, but one of the things we weren't allowed to do was go to the movies. Okay. And I can, I can imagine that some well-meaning Christian felt like for some reason that was not a good thing for them to do. Okay. Okay. I could see that, but why? And why did it get passed on to an entire group of people when what much of the movie watching that would be happening was harmless? Like there wasn't any, you know, I can see not going and filling your mind with filth. Like I can totally see that. But like just the whole idea of banning movie going altogether. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So that's how I, you know, I would have grown up that way. Um, And so... Now, what's interesting, though, that I think I'm very thankful that my parents taught me is the idea of being careful what goes into my mind. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was the principle, right? The legalism would be saying, never, ever, are you ever going to do that? And if you do that, you are a sinner. And that was happening. Okay. So, but what was good was the principle saying, be careful what goes in your mind because out of the heart, (laughs) you know, flows everything. What you put in Mm -hmm. will come out. And, and I'll go even a step further. So there was, so the, among the, my Christian friends who could go to the movies or could watch certain things, you know, a lot of them would have, well, this is the only rating you can watch. Okay. And so then I, for a long time, I thought there was only a certain rating you could go up to as a Christian. That's just the way (laughs) it was. Okay. We're getting really technical here. Yeah. But it wasn't until much later in my life, I heard actually a pastor saying, it is not about the rating. It's about when you go to that movie, what, what happens in your heart and mind? Yeah. Is there a, are you becoming more callous? Are you becoming, is it changing the way your thought thoughts are for the worse? Yeah. Is it leading you away from the heart of God? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's now, good. Those are great questions. And that doesn't mean like you can actually go watch, excuse me, an R-rated movie sometimes. What? I know. What? Right? <laughs> Shocker. And it not take you ever. <laughs> like, I mean, there are some really great R-rated movies that are like war movies or, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to give any like endorsements. I'm just mm-hmm. saying like there's some, but you grow up with this legalistic, like, no, you can never watch mm-hmm. an R-rated movie as a Christian. Yeah. Um, why? Why? The, the Bible uh-huh. is R-rated. Yeah. So what, I mean, it, it's actually probably X-rated, double X-rated. I don't know probably. what it is. Is that even a rating? The point is not, how do I not, you know, um, read something or watch something that maybe is more adult oriented? Mm-hmm. The idea is when I am watching that thing, mm-hmm. what's happening in my heart? Yeah. yeah. And you know what? That's even harder because yeah. that's not a rule. Yeah. That's a being intentional with the Holy Spirit and saying, Lord, keep me alert and sober-minded. That's a check yourself kind of a thing. Guys, that is a game changer. Yeah. And I'm telling you, once I came out of the, the, that, you know, that kind of more legalistic point of view, Mm -hmm. then it became about, now, do I watch everything? No, no, I wouldn't even want to. Like literally I will, I, there have been times where I put on a show um, maybe it's been recommended. Maybe it just looks interesting. And I will instantly, almost within the first episode, first or second episode, go, oh, no. Yeah. 
I, I do don't the even, same thing. I don't even like where this is going. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way my heart feels. I don't like the way my head feels. Yep. This is taking me to a space I don't need to be. And you know what? It might even be the right rating. Yeah. Like, quote, the air right quotes, rating. the right rating. Yeah. But it is not taking my heart somewhere I want yeah. it to go. And so I'm going to oh, turn good. it off. That's really good. Guys, that's, that is, that's the difference in your, what your heart wants. It's not about, oh, I, I'm, I'm checking these boxes. I'm doing everything that the good Christian lady or man told me to do. Yeah. It's about, am I sensitive enough to the Holy Spirit's leading in my life that he, I can let him whisper in my heart and say, Jamie, that is not for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So that's just well, yeah, and because we pray, we pray to God. I mean, I pray to God, like protect my heart, protect my mind, keep yes. my heart soft, keep my mind strong, mm-hmm. strong, all of that stuff. Yep. And so we have to understand that when we are praying things like show me your will, mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, guide me, all of this stuff. And that we have to be able to hear those things. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, maybe this thing isn't for you because that is the answer to all of those prayers. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That is God moving because of all those prayers. It's not like a punishment. It's not like he's setting you apart to live this vanilla, boring life. Yes. (laughs) It's a yes to those things that you prayed about. So that that voice is something that is very important to to listen to. Amen. And don't allow our, let's not allow ourselves to get into that Pharisee mindset as well where we hear of another Christian doing something that we think maybe mm. the Lord has talked to us about. Yeah. Maybe he's kind of checked our heart and been like, that's not for you, but they're doing it. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we get to go, Oh, I'm looking down on them and I cannot believe yeah. they would do that. And I'm telling you, I've done it. I have totally judged other Christians for something they were doing that I did not understand. Yeah. And then the Lord has lovingly corrected me in that and said, you know what? You have no business. Yeah. No business judging them. Exactly. Because for one thing, their struggles are not your struggles. Yeah. So what one person can watch, another person Mm -hmm. can't. What one person can read, another person can't. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. And I, there is just not going to be this one, oh, everybody has to do this. Okay. The only book you can read is your Bible. The only one, you know, you can only read Christianity today. You can, you know what I mean? That's guys, come on, let's be realistic. It can kind of like fold in into itself like that. It really can if you let it. And and that's where we see kind of these offshoots of Christianity. And ultimately they just become cultish because they've just come up with so many rules rules. around it because there's no end to it once you start going down that route. So then the Holy spirit is muted in your life Mm -hmm. because everybody's telling you what you're supposed to do. Do you even know how to listen to the Holy spirit at that point? Oh yeah. So anyway, that's kind of where we wanted to, you know, mm-hmm. um, kind of just clarify some things yeah. and, and hopefully that's been helpful on the topic of legal, legalism and yeah. obedience. And I hope you've stuff. heard our heart on this. Yeah. I think it's a, you know, we're all about freedom here mm-hmm. and we'd love to see people kind of free from, Amen. free from the rules and, and leaning into the relationship. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today. You can connect with us at our website, madebefree.org. And you can always leave comments or questions on our Instagram profile. The link is in the show notes. Have a great day, everyone.